on to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia G, success coach and multi-passionate creative. If your goal is to create a business and life from your passions, plural, this show is for you. Join me every week to learn the mindset shifts, business strategies and creative habits that empower you to fulfill your calling, master your mindset and blast through the limiting beliefs that keep you stuck and broke so you can build a thriving business from your passions and enjoy more freedom and abundance in your life. Remember, the world needs all your gifts, not just one. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Treasures Within podcast. Today is going to be a fun one because I get to do one of my favorite things and that's debunking common myths about multi-passionates. I truly believe that being multi-passionate is a superpower. You are creative, you are multi-talented, you are an expert in many different disciplines, you're always learning something new and as a result, you are able to come out with innovative products or solutions to problems no one else has thought of. But that's not what the world tells you. We live in a world made for specialists, and so you are constantly encouraged to have one focus, pick one niche, and stick to that for the rest of your life. How can you not feel flaky then for wanting to pursue more than one passion? How can you not feel wrong when you feel the urge to switch career or start or start a new business every few years? So today I want to challenge these beliefs the world is pushing on us because what if everything you've been told about being multi-passionate is wrong? What if you're not flaky? What if there isn't and there never was anything wrong with you. How would that change the way you see yourself and the actions you take towards your goals? I'm very passionate about challenging these myths because whatever you believe becomes your reality. If you believe that everyone, including the passionates, have a one true calling, for example, then you are going to spend all your time looking for this big, all-encompassing passion that doesn't exist instead of pursuing the passions you already have and do the work you are meant to do in this season of your life. If you're still feeling lost, if you're still unsure of what to do with your life, if you still see being multi-passionate as a liability instead of a strength, then this episode is for you. We are going to debunk the most common myths about being multi-passionate because it's only when you stop believing these lies and start owning all of you, your creativity, your passions, your multi-passionate nature, that you can thrive, that you can create a successful business, that you can achieve the creative and financial freedom you crave. So let's get started. Here are five myths about being multi-passionate you need to stop believing right now. The first myth I want to debunk says that if you have multiple skills and interests, 
or are constantly drawn to new ones, then you're flaky. I call nonsense on that. And with lots of interests, doesn't make you flaky, it makes you human. I've never met a human being who only lacks one thing and one thing only so far. Have you? Can you imagine how boring it would be if every person only had one passion ever? Some people do have a big, all-encompassing passion that consumes all their life. But I'm sure even they have other hobbies or interests that pursue in their free time. They just choose not to turn them into career so they can focus all their energies on their biggest passion. Multipassionates are wired differently. We are more curious than most people, so it's only natural that we have more passions and we want to pursue them all. It's not unusual for multipassionates to wish they had 10 lives so they will finally be able to explore all the jobs and careers that interest them. Do you ever feel like that too? You don't need 10 lives, not anymore. Now that we live a lot longer than our ancestors, you do have the time to explore all the different career paths that interest you. You just need to give yourself permission to do so. Marie Forleo, the woman who coined the term multi-passionate entrepreneur, used to work on Wall Street, then in the advertising department of a magazine, and as a Nike dance athlete before starting a online business and launching the school and marketing course. The famous wedding dress designer Vera Wong was a figure skater and a journalist before she started a fashion line of 40. Even me, I had previous careers as a personal assistant, freelance writer and skincare coach before becoming a success coach for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs. Are Marie, Vera and I flaky? The world may call us flaky, but I don't think we are. We just have the courage to explore what interests us. Some of these careers are the dance. You go into them thinking, this is it. This is the thing I'll be doing for the rest of my life. That's what I thought when I started a freelance writing. And then you discover that it's not as glamorous as you thought it would be or the environment you're in isn't a good fit for you, or you realize that you love pursuing this passion in your free time, but the second it becomes a job, it's not fun anymore. Just because a career looks like a great fit on paper, it doesn't mean it's right for you. You won't know what's right for you until you try it out. So give yourself permission to try it out. If you don't like it, then quit and try something new. It's not a failure. The real failure is staying stuck in a job you don't love for fear of what other people will say. You only have one life, so use it to do something you love. Or 
you may find this is the right career or business idea for you in this season of your life and you may spend years pursuing it. Great! But being more passionate at some point, you feel the urge to try something new or to expand in a different niche. As you grow and evolve as a person, as you go through life and accumulate new skills and experiences, it's totally normal to feel the urge to do something different with your life. You may want to quit your current business to start a new one, or you may want to expand your business into a new niche, to target a new LGA client avatar, or simply to revamp your products and services. Doesn't matter what it looks like, whenever you feel the urge to pivot, do it. Pivoting isn't a failure, it's a sign of growth. And that takes me to myth number two, which says that if you switch career to go into a different industry, or you quit one business to start another, then you wasted your time, money and experience. And this is such a short-sighted way to look at it. I can see how this myth started. We live in a society that expects you to know what you want to do with your life from a very young age. I was 14 years old when I was asked to choose which career I wanted to pursue so that I could enroll into the right school that would prepare me for it. That's a lot of pressure to put on a young girl. How are you supposed to know what you want to do with your life at that age? As 14, I was more interested in makeup and boys than what job I'll do when I grew up. Do you remember how old you were when you were asked to pick your future career? Maybe you were the same age as me, or maybe you were a little older. Either way, the message was the same. You are meant to pick one course of study, one career to pursue. And so, if somewhere down the line you decide that career isn't right for you anymore, then it feels like you made a mistake that you chose the wrong thing. What if you didn't choose wrong? What if that thing you chose was a stepping stone to what you really meant to do in this season of your life? I've experienced this so many times. In 2015, I started pursuing a career as a freelance writer. On paper, it was the perfect career for me. I've always loved writing. I wanted to be my own boss, be in charge of my time and pick my own clients. On paper, it was the perfect career for me. I've always loved writing. I wanted to be my own boss, be in charge of my time and pick my own clients. In practice, there were many things I didn't like about it. Let's just say that once writing became a full-time job, it wasn't the fun anymore. I quit the career after two years, but I don't regret the time and money I spent on pursuing it. It wasn't wasted. During those two years, I learned how to write copy 
that attracts and converts, how to set boundaries with difficult clients, and how to pitch my services to cold prospects and my articles to the media. All skills that served me well in the business I started after that, skincare coaching. Again, that business lasted only a few years, but again, the career was a stepping stone to what I currently do. As a skincare coach, I created skincare routines to help women heal acne, minimize wrinkles, and look their best self at any age. My favorite part was seeing how these women's confidence bloomed once the skin improved and they finally recognized themselves as they looked in the mirror. That experience made me realize I wanted to help women heal, recognize their true power and transform their lives. Skincare was the first step, it was the skill and main passion I had at the time, so it was only natural for me to start there. But I wanted to help these amazing women with way more than the skin problems, and so I eventually quit skincare coaching to become a success coach and help multi-passionate women create a business and life from all their passions so they could do all the things they love and achieve creative, financial, and location freedom. Plus, building my skincare coaching business taught me a lot about every aspect of business. I learned about search engine optimization, social media marketing, blogging, creating your own website, and a gazillion other things. All these skills and knowledge were transferable to my current business, and let me tell you, made building it so much easier. I didn't have to start from scratch again. It doesn't really matter what new business or industry you're transitioning into. Your previous career is an asset, not a liability. A lot of the skills and experiences you have accumulated in your previous job are transferable and can help you succeed in your new venture. If you're thinking of making this transition, how can you use the skills you've learned in your previous career to build your new business? Next up is myth number three. This is the most common myth of all. Everyone has a one true calling. It's this idea that everyone has one big, all-encompassing passion and that once you find it, you are meant to pursue it for the rest of your life. We all know by now that multi-passionates aren't meant to do just one thing. We like variety, we like pursuing different projects, and we like to switch industry and pivot as we develop new interests. Doesn't mean we don't have a calling. To answer this question, we need to get clear first on the difference between your calling and your purpose. They're often used interchangeably but they are not the same thing. Your purpose is your mission on this planet. On some level, we all have the same purpose, which is to love and help one another. There are so many ways to do that, so when talking about purpose, it's helpful to think of it in terms of your mission statement. What's the difference you want to make in the world? My purpose, for example, 
is to help people heal those core wounds and limiting beliefs that make them feel they're not good enough or worthy of their dreams, so they can use their gifts to make an impact in the world. Your purpose may be to spread joy in your community. I know a woman who has this purpose and she's now training to become a hot air balloon pilot as a way to spread joy to people. How cool is that? Or your purpose may be to make people laugh or to empower them to pursue their dreams. Purpose is a big, bold, manifesto statement. Your calling is the role or job you do to fulfill your purpose. It's specific and totally unique to you. It's true some people ever want your calling. They know from the creator they're meant to be doctors, lawyers or singers and they pursue relentlessly for all their lives. And that's great for them. Multi-passionates are different. We have lots of skills, passions and interests because we are supposed to fulfill our purpose in different ways throughout our lives. In my case, I choose to fulfill my purpose as a healer by being a success coach for multi-passionate women. I help them overcome the limiting beliefs that make them feel like they're flaky, broken and not expert enough so they can finally do the work they're meant to do in the world and create businesses and lives from all their passions. In my previous career as a skincare coach, I was helping people heal their inner wounds by healing the skin. One day, I may decide to fulfill my purpose in a different way, for example, by becoming a licensed therapist or an energy healer. Are you starting to see how this works? I've already mentioned this before, but it's worth mentioning again. Multipassionates are curious and love to learn new things. Every year, you are accumulating new knowledge, skills, and experiences for a reason. You are meant to use those treasures to fulfill your purpose through a different calling. You're still doing the same important work. Your mission statement hasn't changed, but the way you're fulfilling it takes a different form, and that's normal. When I work with one-on-one clients, one of the things we do together is review their random work history and what drove them to each job or business in the first place. And what I found is that even though their resume looks like a patchwork of unrelated jobs, the purpose behind each job is the same. Because the common denominator is you and the purpose that is driving you to make those choices. You've been doing this unconsciously So can you imagine what would happen if you knew your purpose and were able to consciously identify the right calling to fulfill it in every season of your life? That's when you do work that's 100% aligned with your purpose, with your values and with the lifestyle you want to live. At some point, your intuition wants you to pivot and fulfill your purpose in a different way Follow that. Life is always preparing you for the next level and the next incarnation of your calling. Because the more skills, knowledge and experience you accumulate, the more powerful your work in the world will become and the more people you'll be able to help. Say yes 
to the pivots and step fully into the work you're meant to do in each season of your life. Let's move on to myth number four. The only way to finish projects is to work on one of them at a time. Technically, this is true. In the present moment, you can only focus your attention on one thing at a time. Even when you think you are multitasking, what you're really doing is constantly switching your attention between two or more tasks, which leaves you feeling scattered and frustrated. So why is this a myth? Because when multi-passionates are told the only way to finish projects is to work on one of them at a time, what they're really told is that they shouldn't begin a new project until they finished with the previous one. What are you supposed to do with all the interesting ideas you get in the meantime? Park them away for months? I totally see why people recommend you to work on one project at a time. When you only have one focus, you gain momentum and finish it faster. There's only one problem. When you are multi-passionate, spending all your days working on only one project, doesn't matter how exciting it is, is so boring. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel the same way? Boredom, boredom is kryptonite for a multi-passionate. When you are bored, you quit. How does that help you finish your project? We like, to, we like to blame the project itself, thinking that maybe it wasn't that interesting after all. Sometimes it's true. More often though, the project is exciting. The issue is the lack of variety. Multi-passionates thrive on variety. We need it like we need oxygen. Now, I don't recommend you take action on every new shiny idea you have and start working on 20 new projects at, at a time. One, that's overwhelming for everyone. Trust me, I tried. Two, we both know that a lot of a lot of those ideas don't have legs and you'll be bored with them within a couple of days. So what should you do? You know best how many projects you can work on at any given time so that you get your need for variety met without feeling overwhelmed. For me, it's one big work project like creating a podcast, a smaller work project like creating IG Reels and a smaller personal project at the moment that's learning Spanish. If I were to add anything more, I get overwhelmed, anything, anything less and I lose interest. What is your magic number? How many projects can you realistically work on in a day, week or month? Maybe it's three like me, maybe it's two, or maybe you have the resources and a support team that allows you to take on four or more projects. As long as you have the capacity, the energy and the passion to work and make progress on each project without boring out, there's no reason to ditch any of them. Does this mean you'll finish your projects more slowly than someone who only focuses on one thing Definitely. But 
what if the goal wasn't to be the fastest? What if the goal was to do work you love, work the matters, and then find the process? Now, that's a goal that excites me. The final myth I want to debunk today is that the best way to make money is to pick something you're good at and become an expert at it. You can definitely make a lot of money if you become the top expert or one of the top experts in your industry. But that requires specializing in one field or discipline. Multi-passionates aren't wired for that. Can you stick to something for the 10,000 hours they say it takes to gain mastery in something? I don't know about you, but that thought scares me. It's a lot of time to dedicate to one project when there are a gazillion other things I love to do. Do you feel the same? If you do, don't fret. Picking something you're really good at and becoming an expert at it is only one way to make money. It's not the only way and it's certainly not the best way. If people tell you otherwise, it's because that's what worked for them. We live in a world made for specialists, remember? I prefer to follow the advice of Scott Adams, the creator of the popular comic strip Dilbert. Instead of specializing in one thing, he recommends becoming very good at two or three things and combining them together. That's what Adams himself did. He loves drawing, comedy and entrepreneurship. But it's not the best in the world at any one of these skills. And yet, by combining them all together into Dilbert, he created one of the most famous comic strips in the world. Another example of someone combining multiple passions into one business is Marie Forleo, the founder of B-School, an online marketing course. What made Marie stand out in such an overcrowded niche is her love of dancing. While other marketers make quick videos sharing their top tips, Marie dishes out her advice while dancing at the tune of hip-hop music. How cool is that? The passion you think doesn't fit in is often the very thing that attracts people to you. Being multi-passionate gives you an advantage here. You can merge two or more interests together to create a completely unique business or product that has no competition. You stand out as an expert, be able to charge top prices, and as the first mover in the industry, you have a competitive advantage when other people will start copying you. If you love the idea of combining all your passions into one business, but have no idea how to get started, I invite you to download my free workbook, Find Your Multi-Passionate Business Idea. You can find the link in the show notes and it'll take you step by step through my proven process to help creatives like you find their umbrella team so you can finally get paid to do all the things you love without overwhelming yourself or confusing your clients. The world wasn't created for us multi-passionates. And these myths are proof of that. So let's recap them. One, you're not flaking for having multiple passions. You're just a human, a very curious one. Two, 
when you switch careers or quit a business to start a new one, you are now wasting all your previous knowledge and experience. They are powerful assets that can help you succeed faster in your new venture. 3. Not everyone has a one true calling. Some of us have different callings, one for each stage of our lives. And that's what makes life so interesting. 4. You don't have to work on only one project at a time. You can work on two or three as long as you have the time and the capacity to do so. And finally, five, specializing and becoming an expert in your field isn't the best way to make money. You stand out more when you combine two, three or more passions to create something unique. And thus, the passionates are natural as that. So ignore common sense and play it to your multi-passionate strengths. You are meant to do more than just one thing. Remember, the world needs all of your gifts, not just one. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I really appreciate it if you could share this with a multi-passionate friend who still believes in these myths so she too can start feeling flaky and wrong and finally take action towards her dreams. Also, feel free to leave a rating and a review if you're inspired to do so. As always, everything we mentioned today is going to be in the show notes below and at the treasuredin.net. And with that, I wish you a wonderful rest of your day. I look forward to talking with you again soon. Bye for now. Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at a snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? It wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of self-sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case, I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends and my partner, they would allow me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet, the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. 
If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe, deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you're going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know deep down that healing those limiting beliefs and old stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial allocation and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today.